What's up guys, welcome to the Zen Phyllis Podcast. It's Jeremiah Schmidt here, and in this one, it's gonna be a little bit different than usual. Honestly, wasn't really used to this, but I got interviewed by Robert Loria, and a while back, I actually interviewed him. He was an inner city school teacher from LA who's kind of helped and coached students, and now he's transitioned more into podcasting. He's doing coaching, and he's doing a lot of cool new stuff, and uh, it's, just, it's awesome to see that, and definitely check out his new channel. It's called Goal Fulfillment. I'll have a link somewhere on the screen, but um, yeah, he asked to do an interview with me on sales. And initially I was kind of caught off guard, you know, I, I didn't know if I wanted to talk about sales or, you know, I don't know if I was qualified to talk about sales, but I've been working in sales for the last year and a half, probably even longer than that. And, you know, I just had a great time. I talked about like fundamentals of sales, if anyone can do it, motivation, other life stuff, and entrepreneurship a little bit too, because I've been really intrigued by that lately. And um, yeah, I just want to share it on the Zenfulist podcast for anyone out there. Maybe you're thinking about sales or getting into it. Uh, do you have to be an extroverted person? Do you have to be someone who is really good at talking to people? And I think it really comes down to persistence, you know, just the willingness to act, willingness to try. And um, that's what I tried to communicate in the podcast. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And other than that, uh, before we dive into this podcast, I know I haven't been uploading a lot of content lately. And it's not by accident, I've actually been working on something on the side, I'm just keeping it super low key uh, initially, but I have a lot of content ideas um, coming. I was thinking more even, even like health ideas like keto and different diets, exercise and all that stuff will be coming soon too. But um, yeah, I just wanna thank you guys for watching this and let's hop into the podcast. Hello and I've interviewed on Jeremiah Schmidt before, and I'm focusing on sales. And I, and you know, at first you think think broad that sales. At first you're like, how could this benefit me? I don't. I have no intention of becoming a salesman. But you're always selling yourself when you're going to a job interview, when you're trying to have a school accept you for college, when you are trying to get on a date, when you are trying to impress people. So we're always trying to, we're in a position because of life, and especially have goals, you have to sell yourself and you are the product, even if you don't have a business. And one of the things is on my entrepreneur journey, I want to have experiences that will help me um, get to where I want to be. So eventually I want to sell my products and, and that sort of thing. So right now I'm looking, and I'm in the process right now of reaching out to real estate agents and trying to do cold calls for them just to get myself out there. And, and also I believe from sales and the whole experience, you can get more confident in yourself and build some personable skills that will help you in all areas of your life. And with that, uh, here is Jeremiah Schmidt. Could you give me a, a short, brief um, background of your experience in sales, what kind of sales you did and that sort of thing? Just a brief overview. 100%. Well, first of all, Robert, I just want to thank you for uh, letting me join your podcast. And um, and yeah, I guess I'll talk a little bit about me. Like I'm 25 years old. I live in Calgary, Alberta, and I work as a SDR. So I work for a tech company here 
And essentially what an SDR is, is I'll just consider it a professional cold caller, a professional outreacher, essentially set up the sales meetings for our account executives. But my journey when it comes to sales is my dad worked as a financial advisor and um, pretty much in the finance, financial world, he's, he did sales every single day. And um, how I kind of got into it was I was always kind of like a quiet introvert person. Um, I would say, yeah, I would say I was more of an introvert in college and um, played a lot of video games, didn't really talk to too many people. But over time, I just realized that I needed to you know, get out of my comfort zone. So it's actually funny. I made this bet with a friend and uh, we, 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 played, we played this game called League of Legends. And I literally spent a whole semester playing that game and just not studying. And I just really put myself in kind of a bad spot. And I was really kind of like after that year, I was really kind of awkward. Like I didn't really talk to people that much. I had trouble like selling my ideas, just was totally scared of sales. And I read this book called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And then after that, I, I went out and tested it. I started going around campus, talking to people, um, letting people know who I am. And I just made a lot of friends in college. And then from there, I wasn't exactly the best student. I, I took a math degree, but I really kind of had this entrepreneurial spirit. And I tried to start a couple um, businesses. I started like a SEO uh, marketing agency. And part of that was sales. And from, from that, I uh, created this thing called Anvil SEO and I had to try and sell myself, my services. I, I worked as a consultant and um, I, can, I guess like that's how I naturally kind of got into sales is just being someone who was a little bit introverted, a little bit shy in college and then just knew that, okay, if I live like this for the rest of my life and I can't express my ideas or, or share what I know, because think about it this way, Robert, like it, every single one of us has, like we, we naturally can sell, right? If you, when you're a kid, let's say you want a toy. I remember at this one point when I was little, uh, we were driving to this place called Edmonton. It's maybe like three hours away from Calgary. And for whatsoever reason, one of my friends, he, his, his, his dad got him like a Mac computer. And I remember the whole trip, I asked my parents for like a new computer, literally like I sounded like a broken record and I just wouldn't stop. I just literally kept asking like, Dad, can I get a new computer? Mom, can I get a new computer that whole trip? And I just would not shut up. And the thing is, that's sales. And eventually they just broke down. And um, I think that week, like, I just, I somehow got the new computer. Like, I just didn't stop asking. And I think that's the core of sales. It's like you, you have something that you want, right? There's you, there's the, the space between, and you have to figure out how to get there. And, and how you get there is through communication. And the core of it is persistence. Right. So like just being willing to ask for what you want and then, you know, find ways to provide value to get it. Right. And, and I think that's the core of sales is just kind of like a willingness to act, a willingness to meet people, a willingness to, you know, <laughs> you know, a willingness to go into the world and ask for what you want. I think that's the core of what sales is. And it's something each of us have. Uh, putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it is true. When when we're children, we'll say, we'll say our needs and wants all the time, and yeah, with no fear. Yeah, and I think like in it's, the modern so era, true. yeah, and part of it too is like in the modern era, there's like kind of this rap to sales that it sometimes gets a bad rap, like oh, like car sales or a, a, like a, a slimy salesman. Like sometimes you hear that, and the total thing is it's. I totally disagree with that because I feel like sales is, is 
fundamental to entrepreneurship, right? Everyone, everyone is participating in sales, and like you know, and the thing is, it's it's good to do it um, ethically, right? Like if you know that you can truthfully help someone, maybe there's someone that you know who, um, you know, is struggling in some area, or maybe there's a product that you genuinely like, like, or a book that you just read and you, it actually had some really good effect on you. You might as well share it to someone and say, Hey, this is what I did. And this is how it affected me. And I know that you're going through this same struggle. Um, give it a read it. If, if you, if you want to read it, right. And that sales, right. That's, it's just like, I look at it as almost it just. Is, it is true. That's yeah. so true. And something of value. Mm-hmm. In fact, how to run friends and influence people is on my reading list for this year. So I, and I made a reading list so that that was one that was kind of, uh, now I'm, I, I was like reading one book at a time, which was good, but now I'm have like five books and then I'll focus on one book a week. So now I'm hitting more things. Cause that, cause that was like a great example of saying to myself, God, the years go by and I keep on having that book somewhere in the back of my head. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's definitely a solid book. Like I think, see, actually it's kind of weird though, because my views on how to influence and influence people kind of changed a little bit. Like I truly believe in, especially like in an SDR role or an account executive role, like just like, I believe in the fundamentals of being kind of a straight shooter when it comes to sales, like in, some some of the sales books out there, you'll find that like, oh, if someone talks like this, try and mimic their tone or try and um, ask, always say their name or try and like, there's these little kind of gimmicks, which yes, like in a sense, like they kind of do work, but I truly believe that um, it's okay to just be like honest. And especially when closing sales, it's always going to be a little bit uncomfortable. Like when you're asking for a meeting or you're asking for like, for uh, if they're willing to buy or, with pricing like it's always a little bit uncomfortable and i really think that the best way to, to sell when you're in those situations like true you know <laughs> bare bone sales is to be like a straight shooter like be honest just say how it is if it's a, if, if it's the wrong product for the customer and you know that maybe they're looking for um a certain problem with like their uh their watch repair and like the type of watch repair you have doesn't uh, you can't fix those type of watches Mm-hmm. you have to you have to tell them off the bat like we don't sorry we don't do these watches and you're better off going somewhere else right it's i feel like recommend, you yeah could even, if you know some somebody that fits their need you could even recommend that and later they might um buy something else that fits mm-hmm. and they'll yeah. still remember you in a positive light yeah and, and part of it too is like i really thought of it like ethics when it comes to sales is so important because it's really easy to make a lot of money early. If you just, you only think about the money and you just think about, okay, anyone who comes through these doors, I'm going to sell, right? Like no matter what, if it's the wrong car for the family, I'm going to try and sell, right? And that's one way you could look at it, but it's, it's, it's more of a short-term game, right? You, you only can do that so long, but I feel like people who last long in the sales industry, they have to be ethical because all of a sudden people start to remember them, right? Like if you did something unethical early in your career, people are going to, people are smart, right? Like they're going to know you 20 years and be like, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not going to buy from this person. Or like, I don't want, I don't trust this person. So I think like being honest when it comes to sales and, you know, books like how to win friends and kind of the, some other content that comes to sales that is kind of psychology based 
yes, I think it's good to kind of be aware of that. But like, I wouldn't take it like, like I wouldn't follow it 100% because I think that the honest, integrity, genuine, you know, basic sales skills, like when just imagine as if you were a little kid, right? You walk into some, some place and you are a new friend and you want that person to be your friend, right? You would just say, hi, this is who I am. And this is, you know, just, the, just with all that complex stuff, right? I think that's probably mm-hmm. the best for the sale because it's true. And years later, um, people will trust you. It's ethical, right? And I think that's really important for anyone who's selling because it's really easy to get carried away and just think about the money when you, you really should think about the long term, you know, like where you can go long term. Because in a money sense, if you're an ethical salesperson and you last for 20 years, you're going to make way more money in the long term than someone who just thinks about how much money can I make, you know, in one year. Right. So I think always looking at like, yeah, always looking at the long-term effect of your actions is very, very important in sales. And with that, it's like the gateway to entrepreneurship, the gateway to everything. Like it's, it's such a core skill. That's so true. And I think the other thing that you were uh, touching on there is be yourself and be natural. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And that's another thing where you can connect with people Because if you're too focused on this done this way in this rigid little formula, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be showing your true personality. Now you're this rigid little formula. 100%. Yeah, like I I remember growing up, my dad used to tell me about this this kind of like financial advisor in uh, in like kind of the insurance space. So his name was Ralph Zielsdorf. He was like a not your typical salesperson, kind of quiet, awkward like a shy guy, but this guy was literally like one of the top sales pe- insurance salespeople in North America. Like he was mm-hmm. crushed, you know, a millionaire plus earner, just, just like, just going like, and people like, he wasn't your typical extroverted sales guy. Right. And the thing is anyone I think can be good at sales, right. It's, it's not just the extroverted person who is outgoing. It's, you know, if you're an introverted person, you can still crush it at sales, but you have to find your own way. Like, and I think that's why persistence when it comes to sales is, is core because if you're maybe naturally more quiet, you don't like, you know, cold calls, emails, all that stuff gets uncomfortable, but you're just like a very persistent person, you know, as an, as an introvert, there's a lot of strengths that you have when it comes to maybe one-on-one, maybe one-on-one, in those deals, you, you work really well because, you know, even though you're quiet, people like and trust you, right? So there's, you know, anyone can, anyone can sell, right? It's, it's really just a belief on, you know, if you want to, it's, I think it really comes down to a choice if you want to do it or not, right? And um, yeah, like we're all salespeople here. So true. What has working in sales taught you about life? Mm, this is a good question <laughs> in general in general um actually this is this is a good question so i guess for me like i've over the last year i've been cold calling a lot of um you know executives a lot of just different types of people anyone from administrators executives uh vps directors managers like all roles of you know companies and um i really just I think what I've learned from talking to all these people is, you know, every single person you meet, every single person you talk to is kind of just like you, like they have their bad days. Maybe they, 
you have a phone call with someone and they're just a little bit irritated. Maybe you have a phone call with someone and they're bored and they just want to kind of chat for a bit or just, you know, their, their minds on COVID or they're stressed about their kids at home or, you know, pe most people are just the same. And when you look at like a lot of people, sometimes you could look at like an executive and be like, Oh, this is a, a CEO, or you can look at an administrator and kind of treat them differently. But I really, what I've learned from sales is it's so important to treat people no matter where they come from. Like you could be a janitor, you could be an executive, you could be homeless. All people are pretty much the same. And at the end of the day, it's important to just be willing to communicate with those people. Right. And I think that's what I've really looked, uh, pulled away from sales is just you know, most people are the same. Most people are, are you know, pretty good people, you know, kind of happy-go-lucky. Everyone has their bad days and it's okay. And, you know, another thing I kind of pulled away from sales too is that uh, sometimes maybe you'll set meetings, maybe you'll have things, deals that look like they're going to close or whatever. And for what sort of reason, they just fall apart. And it's, it's, it kind of sucks. Like it, it just sucks when you, when you feel that loss, but it's part of it. Like in order to be really good at sales, I believe you have to be comfortable taking losses. And I think that's another lesson I've learned is just, um, just being okay with taking losses and just being like, okay, it's fine. Continue to kind of chug along because what, what I've seen in sales and I guess in the beginning of my entrepreneurship, my entrepreneurial journey is there's a lot of, um, times when you'll lose right there's a lot of times i tried to start uh three other uh entrepreneurial ventures i tried just tried to start like a jewelry company when i was in college you know two kind of digital marketing things and you know i i ended up like they didn't succeed to the level that i wanted to but it doesn't mean that you have to give up it just means that you look at it you learn and then you keep on pushing forward and in sales with cold calls you'll experience that all the time or with deals that you have you experience that all the time so um really just like persistence and being okay with um, taking losses. And you, you build, you build the knowledge of what to do from those losses. So in the end, they're gains. Yeah, exactly. Like at, ex at the end of the day, like you always have to give things a shot and they might not work out according to plan or like ideally, but it's okay. Like you just, you look at what you can learn and then you try again. So you'd say that sales has a lot of life lessons that can be applied to general things. 100%. That can help you in other areas of your life. 100%, yeah. What skills does it take to become a, a successful salesperson or salesman? Uh, so I would say there's only one, one skill when it comes to sales. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it, it just comes down to persistence. Like literally anyone can do this. It doesn't matter what your personality is, whether you're extroverted, introverted. But the fundamental thing is, you know, when you're in sales, you're going to have to be able to taste rejection. <laughs> and like it never gets easier, but you just get better. And like that's, that's the core of it. Like if you're able to persist, if you're comfortable hearing no's or just kind of having a little bit of awkwardness, you know, it's like if you can if you're able to handle that and just continue on then then you're good like you're you'll be fine and i think just having persistence perseverance toughness durability like it's kind of all the same thing and i think that's the core of sales like there's literally um stories and history and it just it really relates to kind of covid too like this is kind of a troubling time for a lot of people out there in the world like for me it's been i like seeing people face to face so it's 
I don't really like being quarantined to my home or anything like that. But um, I think the, the key to it is like, we're somehow, all of us in North America, we're somehow like surviving through this, lasting through this. And that's the same quality that you pull into sales, right? Like some days are hard, some days are repetitive, but you just have to continue to persist on. And there's literally stories and history of, you know, Alexander the Great, for example, who at one point he was able to, you know, go into India, he, he got that far. And there's this famous battle that I always kind of think about, especially when I'm working in sales, but he, there's this, this castle that they were trying to fight and he was on this siege tower with three other guards. And as soon as they got to the top of the tower, the, the siege tower actually collapsed. So him and three other guards were able to get to the top of his castle, but they were surrounded by hundreds of you know the other army and the rest of their army was just on the ground there so like they were in a really tricky situation there but and back then too the crazy thing is like if they would have caught Alexander the Great they would do crazy things to him like they would literally torture people skin people alive like it was it was mess it was not night it was not good, good right but what he did when he got to the top of that castle and this is crazy he actually charged <laughs> he actually charged into those hundreds of horses and the crazy thing about that is they were shocked like they were literally shocked <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going on here right and and the thing is like he ended up getting an arrow to the chest i think it was the left side his, his mm-hmm. three other guards um actually died but because they actually charged it gave him enough time for the the rest of his army to come over the castle and he actually won that battle. He survived. So, so when you think about persistence, when you think about like times in history, like that's the core of really sales is just, you just don't give up. Like you, you can't quit. There's like, that's what I really cling to. Like, you know, at sales, there's a lot of moments where, um, where, I've, where I've experienced like maybe, you know, like for example i've had months like last month was a good example where just for what's the reason you know christmas holidays i wasn't able to perform as well as i wanted to and it's just something that happens like you're going to take a loss and um i always tend to cling to those stories and think about okay you know just persist through this and actually another skill too that when it comes to sales is really going to be just consistency like i look at sales as more just uh, as a mathematical equation right if you do like your, your consistent actions every single day, eventually it's gonna turn into results. And I think that's also another key skill is just being persistent and being consistent. Yeah, I think also sometimes we're down and we don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I found in my life, sometimes when I'm kind of down, I don't feel like doing something and then I do it, then something positive happens. And then you're like, and I didn't feel like doing it. And then sometimes we get rewarded for that. And it snaps us out of our mood too. Yeah. And there's also another cool quote I love too. It's like impatience with actions, um, patience with results. So I think that that's just, that for me, that just just sums up sales, right? Like you have to be willing to act. You might not get the results you want. But um, just be patient with it. Yeah, in general, in all areas of our life. Mm-hmm. What lessons have you learned as a salesman? What lessons? Mm, well, I guess I've, I've listed pers- persistence, consistency. I'll try and think of a third one. 
Um, I guess another lesson I've kind of learned, and this just maybe comes back to life in general, but, you know, I think especially with sales, and I always think about this at work because like persistence is so key. Uh, it's really easy to get stuck in this mindset of just making it difficult or like hard for yourself. And I guess what I've realized over this last year, especially just working from home, I, it was kind of when, when I first, when the quarantine first hit and I knew that I had to work from home in sales, it was, it was actually really hard for me because I just was kind of out of my element. I like to go into the office and like see people and I had to figure out a way how to, you know, be comfortable at home and, you know, not get discouraged. And I think what I, what I learned is it's really important to kind of have a playful attitude, at least for me. I think this depends on each person, but when I look at sales, it doesn't have to be hard if you turn it into a game. And that's the way I really look at it is when I set up my schedule at home, I would just kind of have fun with it, right? I have a lot, I have a lot more control now. I can wake up at any, any, any time and I would turn it into a little game. Like it doesn't have to be this hardcore, you know, it just, you know, keep pushing. Like, I feel like if you, if you kind of have that playful attitude, enjoy what you do, even though it's difficult, it's kind of like you're, you're having fun and then it doesn't feel like work. So I think that's another part that I've learned too, is just, you know, especially with like YouTube and I'm trying to build a, a jewelry business seasons now. And every day I try and look at it as like, okay, like I don't think about like, I don't, I don't get stressed about like all the, all the work that I have to do. I just think about like maybe one thing like today I'm thinking about, Oh, I need to build like a privacy policy page that one thing. And I'm just like, Oh, that, that, that'll be kind of fun. Like, let's just chip away and, and do that, get that done. And then, then I think about the next thing. And I think with sales, especially when you're just making cold calls or, you know, maybe you're dealing with clients and trying to move deals further down the, down the pipe is just be playful with it. Right. Like, I really look at working as a luxury, like especially with this pandemic, there's so many people who have gone through unemployment, so many people who have lost their jobs. And, um, you know, especially in North America, like a lot of, we kind of have this work culture, like people work a lot here, right? Like and the reason why I know this is because I did a, this video on YouTube, I did like a dopamine detox where I tried to do nothing for 24 hours. And I literally just walked around um, my city, Calgary, and it was actually difficult to do, but I just observed like the public. And what I noticed is like, there were so many people working and I never, I never noticed that. like, like mm -hmm. construction workers, fish delivery people, uh, you know, job, people jogging, people delivering like books, people delivering, you know, uh, skip the dishes. Like everyone I saw was just always working, always doing stuff. And I think that, you know, in our, in our culture with, with that kind of being the norm, it's, it's, sometimes it can get really difficult to do that if you don't have a playful, like enjoy what you do spirit behind you, because, you know, life, there's, there's a lot of work that, that you're going to have to do, especially as an adult. So you might as well have fun. I, I don't know where I was going with that, but I think that's, that's another skill I've learned in sales is just, well, just enjoy it, like have fun. Yeah. Well, the thing that I'm doing is all my goals, I pretend I'm playing a board game. Yeah. Basically. like 100%. And I know that like you played pool, like you, you play a lot of pool and I think that helps you in your videos, right? Like making videos, doing these podcasts, you know, it, it is work, but like, because you enjoy doing it, you have kind of that, you know, just like when you're playing pool, you kind of have that game attitude, you turn it into a game. Exactly. So true. Mm -hmm. I think you, you touched on this earlier. If anyone can become a, a good salesman and 
Mm-hmm. You did touch on that earlier. 100%. Yeah. I believe, I truthfully believe this, guys, that anyone out there, if you're listening to this, you can become great at sales. All it takes is, you know, a little bit of genuine interest. Like if, if you don't genuinely have interest in being in sales, then don't pursue it, right? Like yeah. you might as well pursue something that you have a genuine interest or kind of an inclining towards. But if you have like an inkling towards sales and you're like, oh, but I want to be in sales, but I don't think I'd be good at it. Or I want to be in sales, but I don't really have the skills for it. Well, the only skill you need is just a little bit of interest and persistence. Right. And, and trust me with that, like everything else is learnable. That's true for anything. May it be ice skating, this, that, or it's so true. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I wasn't good at pool at all. And I was like one of the worst, but it, it caught my interest. So I stuck through it. Mm-hmm. What are, what, is, what is your plan to increase your income through sales or what areas do you think that you can improve to get better at it? So would you say like in terms of 2021? Yes. Okay. Or in the future. Yeah. So I guess like where, where I see my, <clears throat> where I see myself headed is like, of course I can always improve my sales skill set. Right. And I think what, what that comes down to is just the reps and the sets, right. It's just literally um, the more I do it, consistently with perseverance i'll just naturally get better at it right so like that's one area where where i want to improve my skill set but a whole nother area too is you know at some point uh, i work as an sdr and what an sdr does in i guess software sales is they set up appointments and kind of set up introductions for our account executives who you know demonstrate the product demo the product and close the product actually close the deals so i think where i see myself headed is i want to become an account executive someday and be someone who's actively, you know, closing deals, demonstrating the product with the solutions consultant. And on top of that, I think that entrepreneurship is something that I've, you know, just gotten started with this year with seasons. And I think that they go hand in hand, right? Like sales, entrepreneurship, I really look at it as the same thing. Um, You know, just, you know, just be willing to move things forward. Right. So I think that's where I would say like my income, if it was, was going to jump, it would come from those two things. Like literally just being better at becoming an, at being an SDR, being more consistent, having more perseverance, just, you know, putting in the reps, like legit, like legit work, like putting in the actual reps. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The reps and sets. And then just naturally just being super consistent with that. And that'll just speak for itself. But on the other side of that is at some point thinking about, okay, the goal here is to become an account executive and an entrepreneur with seasons, you know, and just working towards it, right? Like don't obsess about it, but just actively put in work towards it. Exactly. I like how the two jobs are linked together. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And they feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the like skills, they're compatible, very compatible. Yeah. And I think like another core thing about sales too, like what I really like sales is such a unique job um especially look as far as if you have a career in sales like like car sales software sales whatever or insurance um (coughs) sorry about that but but the beautiful thing about it is like you could literally increase your income by just and, and you can see it instantaneously like think about it if you're making cold calls if you make 10 more calls and you map it out right i i what i use is i use a calendar 
every day I make a certain number of calls on market with the next. So it's really easy to see your income increase by just doing a little bit more work and you can track it. And I think that sales is such a unique career because in a lot of um, fields, you're not necessarily, you can't see results that fast, right? Like, yeah. like say for example, at one point, um, I was working as a barista, right? I was working at a barista for a, a certain set wage. And no matter what, I could work super hard in the, like delivering coffee and with, with the clients, but I would only get set that certain wage. Maybe I'd make a little bit more on tips just with my attitude, but it was set. You know, when I worked at Canadian, like a, I worked at a hardware store and I, I was working really hard there, setting up shelves and just talking to customers. And I had a set wage, you know, $15 an hour and it was capped. There's no way that that could change. You know, I worked at, um, as a marketing agency, uh, like, a, and it was set, right? And I think with sales, because there's a commission aspect to it, typically your wages aren't going to be set, right? So if you work hard, you'll reap the rewards, right? And I think that is a natural kind of uh, introduction to entrepreneurship because what I've experienced so far as an entrepreneur, like setting up seasons, is there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of like, you know, I've just, I didn't really turn a profit yet because I'm setting up the store, ordering the product, just doing the designs. So I don't know what, it, how much money this is going to make, but, and it's kind of like a weird feeling, but the cool thing about it is that um, I know that, you know, the more work I do, it'll start to reap rewards. And it's the same philosophy when it comes to sales. Like the more work you do, you will reap the rewards. So yeah, getting back to the the whole theme that you've said, persistence. Persistence, yeah. I think the thing is, guys, if you're watching this and you're interested in sales or just in life, I think that persistence is the most important quality you could ever have because life is difficult. There's going to be, you know, so many rejections that you face. There's going to be, especially just as a young person in the modern world, right? Like the world's changing. It's you know, you want to go out there and do stuff. You want to go there and follow your interests, you know, I, I, and you should follow your interests, right? And as you do that, there's going to be barriers. There's going to be like walls that you face. There's going to be, maybe you don't know how to do something. Maybe you don't have enough um, money. Maybe you're in like financial or emotional stress and it's just difficult, right? Like, but it doesn't mean that you quit. It just means that just keep chipping away and eventually you'll kind of find a way around this barrier. And um, I think that's something that is literally, that's what makes sales difficult. And it's also what makes sales easy because when you look at selling, if there's only one skill, persistence, right? Well, if if you take rejection a little bit too personally and you know, it just, you you feel like you you easily get defeated, you easily get discouraged, then this might not be a good um, path for you because you know, it's, Every day you're going to be, you're going to have to taste that, right? And it never gets easier. You just get better. So like, I would say if you're someone who, you know, doesn't like that feeling, then maybe this is the wrong path for you. But the way I see it is every, everyone doesn't like the feeling, but the more you do it, the more that you taste it and just kind of come out of this being like, oh, I'm still alive. I'm okay. Like <laughs> I, I failed. I got rejected you know, they said no, but I, I'm, I'm live. I'm still, I'm still good here. Um, exactly. kind of, yeah. The more comfortable you get, then the more you start to realize, Oh, actually if I face like 19 rejections, I'll hit a yes. 
if I if I face like 22 rejections, I'll hit a yes. And it starts to kind of reprogram your mind that says like, actually facing these rejections isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. And um, perseverance starts to become something that is natural to you. Exactly. My last question is, how has your experience as a salesman helped you in your in other areas in your life that's mm. separate from sales? Um, I would say this has helped me in a lot of areas. Like overall, like I would say I'm, my core is I'm kind of an introverted person. Um, but like, uh, I don't know, I actually maybe I'm a little bit introverted and extroverted. I would say like I'm somewhere in between, but I think like what sales has really shown me, especially this last year is that, um, just like willingness to take action. Like I'm someone who, you know, back in college or like a lot of, a lot of my life, I, I usually overthink things. I sometimes wait too long and get too stuck in planning and trying to make things perfect. But um, what I've really looked at or what I've really pulled away from working in sales is just you have to act, right? And that's what I think about, you know, all the time. I remember like the first um, like meeting I set up with the, the work that I do, like the where I work now. Like, I remember my first meeting that I successfully set up. And um, I remember like I was so afraid to make my first couple of calls. I was like, oh man, this is, this is weird. <laughs> this is really weird. Like, why, why am I doing this? And then I remember like it was in some of the first few calls I made, like I had this conversation with a lady and she just said like, yeah, sure. Like, I just, like she just literally picked up the phone. And I asked her like, Oh, do you want to meet on Thursday at 4 PM? And then she was like, uh, sure. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? So like it, it just, it, cha- it changed all the things. She was me. like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing though. Well, like she it sounded just, positive. I'm sure she sounded very positive too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's that's exactly the thing, Robert. It, it just made me think about like just take like be willing to act, right? Like I think that's what I've what I've learned. Like just willing to act. Like you have to you have to give things a shot. You have to try it. And, okay. and um yeah. Yeah, don't talk to yourself out of something before you do it. A hundred percent. And about and all the things that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. said, you're still here, you're still alive. <laughs> yeah exactly like and well, since all these horrible things that happened and the whole universe didn't come crashing down on you or something yeah and i think like for anyone out there especially if you're someone who overthinks things naturally or just get too much like you get too much in that planning stage like um just take a couple actions and realize that you'll be okay and and just do a mixture of both like i think someone who's a great planner has a lot of you know unique skill set because like if you're a great planner and then you have the actions, the action part, then there's so much you can do. Like when you look at a guy like uh, Elon Musk, right? What I think is so interesting about him is he's such a great builder, but he also understands that sales part, right? And, or like with uh, Apple, there was uh, Steve Wozniak and then Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was really good at selling. Steve Wozniak was really good at building. And like when you have that mixture of like, oh yeah, planning, it's like a good, it's like sales. a good team, man. It's literally the eight. You got an A on one part and you have an A on the other part. Put that together. It's Mm -hmm. an A plus. Yeah, exactly. And I think that each of us can do both, right? Like, like if you're, if you're a planning type, like, don't think bad about that. Like, that's great. But also you can, you can learn a little bit of that sales stuff. Right. And there's a really good book I read uh, back in the day or like I I knew about this. It's called John Nesbitt. uh, 
forget what it's called. It's called, I think it's high tech versus high touch. But it was essentially this guy who talks about as like in the, in, in the internet age, in the modern world, as technology keeps on advancing, um, people naturally like have a need for high touch. High touch skills would be like, connect, like human to human connection, like face to face interactions, right? And, you know, that's something that's super important because if you know those face to face interactions, human to human connections, and then you're also tech savvy, that's a, just a beautiful combination because that's why, you know, when you look at social media on Instagram, people love like photos and communicating and on Facebook and communicating. That's that high touch that humans naturally have. But there's also like the tech side of it. And the tech side is always going to be getting better. Like technology always improves. But the part that we always need to reflect on is, you know, face-to-face -face communication, interacting, you know, meeting people. That's always going to be valuable. So, so true. Mm -hmm. Our interpersonal skills. Interpersonal skills, yeah. And uh, I think part of that too, and this is something I think we could apply to sales too, is being a good listener. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe with sales, if we get too into the script, we are just thinking instead of what we're going to say next, instead of hearing what they're saying and and sometimes maybe getting the sales, being able to connect to what they're saying. Yeah, like actually that is such a great point and I can't believe I missed that during the podcast, but like literally I think that's just such a staple. Like you, you just nailed it on the head, Robert, because questions and, and listening is so key because if you ask it, like let's say you're trying to sell a product and you know that like, based off the questions you ask, you know that this person doesn't have a need for the product, like it would, it would be a disservice for them to, to buy it. Then you generally have to, then you generally have to, you know that it's, there's no point in selling them. But if you ask them a question and say like, hey, like, have you had funny problems with uh, your watch? Like, has it been slow? And then they're like, yeah, like it's been really slow. Um, I think this could be a little bit better. Like, I don't really like the color here you know that they're opening up with pains and that's when it's really important to listen because as soon as like a customer or prospect opens up with legitimate complaints, legitimate things that uh, are, are troubling them, right? Like maybe their computer is really slow and they're like, oh, this, I, I don't like uh, Mac computers or I don't like P this certain Dell computers. I like Macs, but I, I don't like Dell computers because they're like slow or something, right? And they're giving you a legitimate complaint. You, you got to listen to that, right? And and then it's really easy to sell to that person because you know that you're like you're genuinely helping them, right? And I think that's why listening and questioning is su is such a pillar in sales. Like it's so it's it's almost impossible to sell to someone who doesn't have genuine com like uh, complaints or genuine uh, concerns or pains that they're experiencing. Because what I what I've learned over the last like literally year of selling is that people like it's like you can't trick people people are people are smart like people are especially way more smart than you realize and they always know so like you have to be genuine and you have to listen to them ask questions and actually listen right and often the time if you just ask a question like an open-ended question maybe it's like hey like what challenges have you been having with your watch you know have like is there any other watches out there that you've thought about purchasing um just listen to them like they might say like they'll literally tell you exactly what their pains are they'll tell you exactly like where they're at 
And if you genuinely just listen to them, they'll appreciate it and they'll just ask you like for the price. So, so like that's probably the best way to sell is just, you know, introduce who you are, ask them a question, genuinely listen, and then service them uh, based off your answer. I think so. the whole thing with dating too, right? It's mm-hmm. listening and that sort of thing, or having true deep connect, deep friendships. That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing in dating. Same thing in meeting people. Same thing in you know, selling a new product with your entrepreneurial venture. Like, it's such a. I think that it's just inherent to us, right? It's a human human skill. Like literally, you know, you can go out tomorrow on the street corner and, and um, you know, give someone like this book, The Hobbit, this is kind of random, but like you give someone this book, The Hobbit, right? Just say like, hey, do you want this book? And that's sales, right? It's just a, they'd be like, hey, this is kind of weird. Like, who are you? <laughs> you can say who you are and say it's like, hey, what? Is that something I should aspire to be? Should I aspire to be a Hobbit? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it, that, that's as simple as it is, right? Like, it's just ask them a question like, oh, like, would you ever want this book? You know, maybe they say yes. So, so are you into are you into fantasy books? Mm-hmm. No, exactly. I'm not into fantasy books. I'm into blah blah blah. Oh, I read this book about blah blah blah. Maybe it's a fit for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, I'm into fantasy books. Okay, we won't talk about hobbits. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe they like uh, Harry Potter, or like they don't like the Hobbit, like Harry Potter. So like, oh, I have Lord of the Rings or, or, or Harry Potter here. So you just you service them for what they want, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you for your time. Uh, this is really good. And I like the timing. I'm trying to get some experience in this and I'm starting at the ground level. And there's other people that are thinking about this. And also, if you're not thinking about this, think of the broader lessons about life. And that, that I was trying to touch on that too, because no matter what we're trying to do or accomplish, we're trying to sell ourselves. And, you know, represent your product and be honest, you know, in all areas of your life. Otherwise, these things will follow us and affect us negatively. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, Robert. Like, I want to thank you for, um, like, inviting me on. And, like, this is, this is awesome. I love this conversation. Well, thank but you. I guess for anyone listening out there and, you know, maybe you, you were had a little bit of interest in sales or you just, you don't know how to get into it. Maybe you're a quieter person and you want to get into this. Um, I guess the only advice I'd have for you is just give it a shot. Like just realize that anyone can do this and um, it's a valuable thing that is inherent to all of us. And all it takes is just willingness to try. Exactly. Um, Thank you very much. And this is my first interview for the new YouTube channel, Goal Fulfillment. Sweet. Thanks, Robert. And and definitely sales and goals go together. So it's definitely a fit. Thank you very much.